0: Hello and welcome to The Pilgrim Way. My name is Norman Graham. I'm a minister in the Baptist Union of Churches in Scotland. The aim of these signposts is to simply try and connect the text of the Bible with our everyday lives. Well today is, uh, is Burns Day in Scotland uh, and uh, he's Scotland's national poet Uh, born just a couple of miles south of Ayr in Alloway, South Ayrshire. He was the eldest of uh, seven children and and he lived in a, a house built by his father where he lived until Easter 1776 when he was just seven years old. His father sold the house and took on the tenancy of uh, a 70 acre farm, Mount Oliphant Farm, uh, southeast of Alloway. And it was there that Burns grew up in poverty and uh, hardship, and uh, severe uh, manual labour of, of working on the farm left its traces on his uh, physical health. He had very little regular schooling um, and got much of his education from his father who taught his children to read and write. He taught them arithmetic, and he taught them geography and history. And he also wrote for them a manual of Christian belief. So there was some sort of Christian input into Burns' life as he was growing up. By the age of 15, he was the main labourer on the, the farm and uh, during the harvest of 1774, he was assisted by Nellie Kilpatrick, who inspired his first attempt at poetry uh, a once loved, uh, a bonny, oh, I once loved a bonny lass. Um, in 1777, uh, his father moved the family uh, from the very unfavourable conditions of Mount Oliphant Farm for a 130 acre farm at Loch Leigh near Tarbolton. And very much to his father's disapproval, Robert joined a country dancing school in 1779 and with uh, his Gilbert, his friend formed the Tarbolton Bachelors Club the following year. His casual love affairs uh, didn't endear him to the the local church uh, and uh, he kind of gained a reputation uh, for dissolution amongst his neighbours. Um, He had an illegitimate child with uh, his mother's servant, Elizabeth Patton, just as he was embarking on a relationship with Jean Armour. Uh, She bore him twins in 1786. And although her father initially forbade them to be married, they were eventually married in 1788. And she, in fact, bore him nine children in total, though only three survived infancy. So Burns is growing up in, in a really hard life, uh, hard manual labour, um, there's it, it, poverty and so on. He's, uh, he, he's um, very much a reputation as someone who, who enjoys wine, women and song. And so by the kind of moral and the social standards of the time, uh, Burns is regarded as a man of poor morals. Uh, And yet, uh, as such, his life does have something to teach us, especially as it's reflected in his poetry. And in fact, the immorality of his life is no different from uh, even actually many of the heroes of, uh, of the Bible. And tonight, in, in Scotland particularly, um, Burns' suppers will be taking place all over Scotland uh, and indeed in many other countries, uh, celebrating the life of the man and his poetry. Traditionally, these suppers kind of come to a close with all the gathered guests uh, and joined together in a rendition of uh, what I think is Burns' most famous song, "Old Lang Syne. It's often sung at Hogmanay celebrations. Although the song has five verses and a chorus, at most gatherings nowadays it's really common just to sing the first verse and the chorus. It's a song of friendship that's recognised all over the world. I'll actually take a couple of minutes to reflect on three of the verses of it, which I'll translate as we, we go along, uh, for those who don't speak Old Scots. Um, First verse says, "Should all the acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all the acquaintance be forgot in days of old lang syne?" That translates as, "Should we forget our old friends and never think of them again? Should we forget our old friends and the days long past?" Verse three says, "We twa he run about the brace and put the gowans fine, but we wandered money a weary fits and days." Of old Lang Syne. That translates as We too have run about the hills and picked the daisies fine, but we've wandered far away from there since the days of long ago. And the fourth verse says And we twa hae peddled the burn frae morning sun till dine, but sees between us braid hae roared since days of old Lang Syne which means says in in English, We too have paddled in the streams from dawn till dinner time, but broad seas have roared between us since those days of long ago. Although it's often sung at celebrations and, and times of joy and happiness and festivity, it's actually quite a sad song, because in this song Burns is looking back over his life and... In particular he's thinking of a close friendship that he once had but which he has no longer for reasons that are never stated in the song. The relationship has uh, is gone. Maybe it's broken down through disagreement. Uh, maybe it's just the distance of space and time uh, and that they've become separated and gone their separate ways. But he he doesn't have the relationship now that he once had, and he's kind of longing for it, wishing he could have it again. Although he'd lived a a full life of wine, women and song, there was within him this sadness that a relationship that was once dear to him had been lost it very much reminds me of of the kind of a core of the the human condition that we are all familiar with we all know that sorrow and that pain and that sadness of broken relationships of relationships that we once had that we don't have anymore even if we can't quite put a name on it we're kind of aware that that is part of the human condition but the bible does put a name on it It tells us that we were created to be in a loving and close relationship and friendship with God, but that something has broken that relationship so there's a great gulf seized between us. That something is that the Bible calls sin. The prophet Isaiah wrote many years ago, your sins have hidden his face from you. God has made us to be his friends. But just as the broad seas of time had roared between Burns and his friends, so a divide has arisen between us and God. God wants us to be his friends. He wants us to have a relationship with him and to walk, as it were, hand in hand with him. But the gulf between us is just too great. We cannot cross it. Any more than Burns could cross the oceans that had separated him, and his friends, the oceans of time. So what we could not do, God did on our behalf in the person of his son, Jesus, who took on flesh and became one of us. As John puts it in his gospel, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In Jesus, God has reached out to us and in Jesus, he's asking us the very same question that Burns asks of his former friend in the fifth verse of "Old Lang Syne. And here's a hand, my trusty brother, and give me a hand of yours. In other words, I'm reaching out to you. Will you not reach out back and take my hand? God has reached out to us, but we have to take the hand of friendship that he offers us. In another one of Burns' poems, To a mouse, he says that the best laid plans of mice and men oft go awry. Burns was ploughing a field one day and he ran over a Uh, took the plough through a mouse's home and uh, as he saw that he kind of wisely noted that although we might plan our lives as best we can as the mouse had done, uh, all too often our plans don't work out the way we'd hoped often because of outside forces but often because of ourselves. In fact our plans often bring the very opposite of the peace and happiness and security and prosperity that we long for. Many years ago, God spoke to the prophet Jeremiah saying, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future. The problem is that we've abandoned God's plan for our lives. And as Isaiah puts it, all of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own In the Gospels, Jesus is called the Good Shepherd because he came to lead us back to to God's paths. He was, in a sense, God's outstretched hand to get our lives back on track so that we could live according to the good plans that God has for us. The second half of that verse in Isaiah that says we've we've gone our own way also uh, tells us that God has laid on Christ the punishment for our sins. I don't know if Burns was ever able to restore that lost friendship, but it seems that he certainly never managed to accept the hand of friendship that was being offered to him from God. In fact, his immoral life hastened his own death. God's offer of friendship and new life is freely offered to each one of us, no matter who we are, no matter how many regrets we may have, uh, as Burns clearly did. He gives us the opportunity for a new beginning, a fresh start, not because we are good enough or deserve it, because none of us are good enough. The Bible tells us that all have sinned. But nor does He give us that offer, that fresh start, that new beginning for the sake of old times. But rather, He does so for the sake of His eternal love for us love that is supremely demonstrated in the life death and resurrection of jesus so i don't know if you're celebrating burns day today maybe you're going to a Burns supper at some point in the day or the evening and maybe if you're there you'll you'll no doubt be singing auld lang syne and maybe you'll think too of as you think of the words Maybe you'll think of a relationship that you have uh, with someone that you used to have but have no more and, and there'll be a sorrow for that. But let that sorrow remind you too that there is another relationship, the most important relationship of all that may be broken, that is broken and it needs to be repaired. And remember that the way of repairing it has been given. There is a way to repair it. The, the work has been done at the cross of Jesus Christ. All you have to do is come. Because that relationship is your relationship with God. God longs to be in relationship with you. You are his beloved. And his hand is reaching out to you. Will you not reach out and take the hand of friendship that is offered?